Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, good night. Best on the time you'll be listening to this. So, um, all of us in life desire to have good things, desire to live that life that God purposed for us. But the wish of the devil is for us to remain the same way, is for us to remain stuck in the same place. It's for us not to reach our potential. So all of us yearn young for restoration of the things the devil has stolen from us. The things that we deserve to have, that the devil has decided this person will not have them. So we pray for restoration. You know, maybe you had that man. That man was taken away. That was the devil working. But again, God takes away something so that he will give you better. You know, but we stay focused so long on that door that was closed. And we miss out on the great door that God opened. But what if it's the devil who has stolen from us our time? There are things that we, we when we pray for restoration, there are things that... Uh, we that should be restored the first thing is our identity you know we are supposed to be these particular people but at this particular moment we are we are tied in this space where we don't have an identity or what we are identified as is that girl who always begs or that girl who lives in that slum or that girl who does so much yet has nothing. That is your identity that has been stolen by the devil. And it's high time you prayed for restoration. And God is faithful. He restores everything that the, dev the devil has stolen from us. He restores um, <clears throat> the years that the locusts have fed on in our lives. Big locusts, small locusts. He restores it all because he's a faithful God. You know? So, you've been the same place year in, year out. You know? That is not the will of God over your life. So, <clears throat> and it's important to get to that point where you say, enough is enough and I will not continue living like this. Yeah, so <clears throat> we need to, to, there are things we are supposed to do when we are praying for the restoration. Things we need to do when we are praying for restoration. <clears throat> First of all, we need to submit to God, you know, our lives and everything that we do. Some of us work in ways that do not please God, you know. We 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 want to live the life that God does not approve of. Yet we want him to restore us. The first step of getting God's restoration is accepting him in your life and abiding by his word doing everything that he commands us to do.
you know and then when you accept god and his commands make a list of what you want restored uh the, in the book of habakkuk chapter 2 verse 2 it says write the vision and make it plain just like your other things in life when you have a goal you're supposed to write it down because now when you write that particular thing you want to achieve down you activate it you activate the will of god upon that thing and god will guide you through how to execute it so most of us have these things that we want and they're in our hearts what is in your heart it's just in your heart you know but the moment you write it down you activate the will of god about it so um <clears throat> you have to think about the things that have been stolen in one way or another you know but when you're thinking about these things don't think about them in a sad or self-pitying way you you have already likely mourned those things you know so you are just bringing to your remembrance the things that need restoration with the intention of seeing a victory that is how you receive restoration from god you know make a list of everything you would like to see restored it could be your marriage a friendship finances time sleep health joy the return of taste and smell you know maybe after covid some of us lost that that smell and taste so that is what you want god to restore for you write it down maybe you lost an opportunity maybe you need a promotion you have been waiting for it for so long maybe your reputation was lost you know so many things you know in acts chapter 3 verse 21 god says that he will restore everything hallelujah you know <clears throat> and then after you write these things ask god for restoration in isaiah 42:22 it says no one says restore so have you said it out loud have you said restore as isaiah 42:22 mentions <clears throat> so this is the time for you to walk around your house saying restore god restore restore make it a song god restore 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 all the years the locusts have eaten you know he will do so he's a compassionate word you know joel 2:25 <clears throat> and zechariah 10:6 say that God will do will restore because he's a compassionate God. So we when we ask God him to restore, it's imperative that we also believe that he will according to James 1:6-8 that says if you ask him but don't really truly excitedly believe, it will it will it will happen, you won't get it. And it's okay to ask God to help you have faith to receive it. He wants to help you. Ask him go down the list. Ask for restoration. Put pressure on the circumstances with the word of God against hope. Believe against what you can see, taste, and smell. Believe 
when all hope is gone in the natural belief this is what pleases god quit looking at the ashes and the pain look up to god begin to tell him that you love him and inquire of him there is a miracle and a double portion of the at the end of this ask him to show you what to do he will show you now it may not all come to pass by next week or by next month but when he restores but when he shows you the first step move on it it could be so simple but take the step and the next one and before you know it this whole thing will be turned around amen you know seek correction <clears throat> um whoever loves discipline loves knowledge but he who hates reproof is stupid that is according to proverbs 12:1 when it comes to restoration one thing is for sure nothing changes if nothing changes so if you're asking god to restore you but you're living the same way behaving the same way nothing will change um restoration is god's will for you but seeing things come to pass that should have manifested a long time ago begins with seeking correction correction through do not always please and gets you in perfect position to receive what you have you, you are believing for if you don't ever want to hear anything about yourself that involves making an adjustment you are looking you are lacking in wisdom worse you are, you will never be in alignment to receive the restoration god wants to give you it's easy to get caught up in what others have stolen from you or where you feel you have you've been shortchanged but no matter what is going on in your life god is concerned with one thing your growth and development you want promotion but if you don't have it it's because you aren't prepared for it yet it would be dangerous for you to receive it without making the necessary adjustments <clears throat> Maybe you have allowed yourself to fall into victim mentality. The idea that life just happens to you and you can't do anything about it. The idea that people control your circumstances or that things will never change. The idea that you are powerless. John 5:7 says, "I have no one to put me in the pool." Remember that guy with the issue of leprosy who was just sitting there waiting for somebody to put him in the pool and no one would put him in the pool until he got the, the courage to put himself in the pool. He stole my birthright and my blessing. Genesis 27, that's six. If you remember the story of Esau. So yeah, if you remain in the place of looking at what people have done, you'll never get it. If you're always the victim, you'll never be the victor. A victim approach refuses to take any personal personal responsibility, but rather focuses on unjust events or perceived wrong treatment from others. If it specializes in the blame game, as in it was that woman you gave me it's time for you to see a restoration of everything that's been stolen it begins by understanding this one thing you are not a victim in christ we are no longer powerless through his power 
authority, grace, and mercy. We are victorious overcomers. Becoming a victor rather than a victim begins, begins with not just being willing to receive correction when it comes, but seeking it out. Ask a trusted mentor or friend to share one or two items for you to work on. And don't be easily offended when they do. Love isn't easily offended and neither is wisdom. None of us is above correction, nor are we ever without a time when we need it. <clears throat> At the same time, ask the Lord to shine his light on the dark places in your heart too. Allow him to dig around and reveal those areas of weakness you may not have even known were there. Then ask him to help you fix them. When he gives you a step to take, do it. It may be something humbling or uncomfortable, but do it anyway. The road to restoration isn't always an easy one, but the reward is sure. You have to sow a seed of restoration. In Proverbs 6, that one, if the thief be found, he shall restore sevenfold. Mm -hmm. Once you've made a list of things that need restore, restoring, ask God for restoration and sow a seed of correction. You're ready to sow a restoration seed. Proverbs tells us that the enemy must not only give us back what was stolen, but restore sevenfold. That kind of harvest needs seed. God, 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 the Lord, and ask him, Lord, what would you have me sow for restoration? He may have a specific seed for each area of restoration. Be turned, tuned in to hear his direction and give with a thankful and expectant heart. Ramp up your gratitude. First Thessalonians 5.18 says, Give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you. You won't see a Christian harvesting a blessing without gratitude any more than you will see a farmer harvesting a crop without going out and intentionally bringing it in. Gratitude is the harvester. You prepared the soil, the soil by asking God for restoration and seeking correction. You planted the seed by sowing where he instructed. Now you are ready to harvest by ramping up your attitude, your gratitude. A gratitude journal is a perfect place to start. Take the time to write down 10 things each morning that you are grateful for. It can be anything, even something as simple as your cup of coffee. Then spend time thanking God for each of them. You'll be amazed at how much it will lift your spirit over time. In fact, um, Dr. Don Colbert prescribes keeping a gratitude journal to make to many of his patients physical and emotional healing. There's so much untapped spiritual power in praise and thanksgiving. The devil wants to keep you from being grateful while you are in the process of believing because he knows 
it's an important key to break through. Remember when Paul and Silas were locked up in the bowels of a prison, things looked great, pretty grim. Most people would be begging and pleading with God to get them out or considering all the ways they would they'd served him and wondering how they would possibly deserve what was happening instead. Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns to God, Acts 16.25. The result, all the prison doors flew open and everyone, everyone's chains came loose. Verse 26, all the doors, every chain, all became because of praise and thanksgiving hearts of gratitude towards God. So as you do live, believing for restoration, when you pray, enter into his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. Be thankful unto him and bless his name. Psalms 11 verse 4. A heart of praise, thanksgiving, and gratitude are integral parts of prayer. They are you and God working together. Your prayer and his power. You can pray amiss, but you can't pray praise amiss. Never underestimate the importance of gratitude and praise in receiving restoration and manifestations. You've been waiting to see for a long time. It's one of the most powerful spiritual weapons you have. You can take these steps uh, to receive restoration from God and turn it into a, a year you'll remember forever. It's time to move into the victory circle again. It's time to shout, restore. And also something we overlook. Where before Job was restored, after the devil had tormented him, taken everything away from him, there's something that he did. And after he did that thing, God restored him. Job forgave his friends and prayed for them. So the moment he prayed for them, God restored him. So I got a revelation around this. And um, that happened after I had... Uh, sent an apology to somebody I was feeling was bitter against me and that night when I was studying the word of God I came across that bit where Job forgave all his friends that had hurt him and prayed for them and that is the moment God restored so um, when you are embarking on the journey of restoration and you have harboring resentment against people you're holding the will of God against your life. You're holding him from restoring what he has purpose to, what the devil has restored stolen from him, so from you. So if you are trusting God for restoration, you also have to clear your heart of all blemishes. You also have to clear your heart of all the heart that is in there. You also have to clear your heart of jealousy and all those things. And the moment you clear it, God restores you. There's a reason why most Christians are in the same place because they're praying God, they're serving God, but they have things in their heart that are not good. They're harboring resentment. They they have jealousy in their heart. Those are the things that uh, the devil uses to hold the will of God against us. So if you are that person that you are tied in bitterness, you're looking at your, your friend who wronged you and you're feeling you can kill them, Forgive them today. That forgiveness is not for them, it's for you. It activates the will of God upon your life. 
and the restoration will come. Um, I hope this will encourage somebody. And you will keep serving God with all your heart and all your might and everything in you. And service to God is not in vain. He shall restore everything the enemy has stolen from you sevenfold. Thank you so much for listening and God bless you. Bye.